he would begin with this. He'd say, the man I'm going to tell you about was not a Scrooge, but he was a kind, decent, mostly good man. He was generous to his family and upright in his dealings with other men. But he just didn't believe in all of that incarnation or Emmanuel stuff that churches proclaimed at Christmas time. It just didn't make sense that God would come to earth. And he was too honest to pretend otherwise. He just couldn't swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. And so he told his wife, I'm sorry to distress you, but I'm not coming to church with you on Christmas Eve. He said he would feel like a hypocrite and that he would much rather just stay at home, but he would wait for them to get home. So he stayed up and they went to the midnight service. And he says shortly after the family drove away in the car, the snow began to fall. He went to the window and he watched the flurries as they got heavier and heavier. And then he went back to his chair by the fire and began to read his newspaper. Minutes later, as he was reading his paper, he, started, he was startled by a thudding sound. And then another thud, thud, thud. And at first he thought, well, there must be someone out there throwing snowballs against my living room window. So he went outside to investigate, and when he went outside to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled outside miserably in the snow. These birds had been caught in the storm in a desperate search for shelter. They had tried to fly through his large landscape window in the living room. And again and again, they were making that thud, thud, thud. Well, he couldn't let the poor creatures just lie there and freeze to death, so he remembered the barn where his children kept their, uh, their pony, and he thought, well... That would provide a warm shelter. All he'd have to do is get them to the barn, and they would be safe. So the man quickly put on his coat, and he put on his boots, and he tramped through the deepening snow to the barn. He opened the doors wide and turned on the lights so the, bo- the birds would surely see the way in. But the birds did not come. So he figured, I'll entice them with food. And so he went back to the house. He fetched some breadcrumbs. He sprinkled them a Hansel and Gretel trail on the snow. That, lit, that, that, that led the way to the lighted, wide-open doorway. But to his dismay, the birds did not come. The birds instead continued to flap around helplessly in the snow. He tried catching them, but he couldn't. He tried shooing them into the barn by walking around and waving his arms. Instead, they scattered in every direction. Every direction, of course, except towards the barn. And in that moment, he realized that they were afraid of him. To them, he reasoned, I am a strange and terrifying creature chasing them and waving my arms. If only I could think of some way to let them know that they can trust me. That I'm not trying to hurt them, but I'm trying to help them. But how? Any move he made tended to frighten them and confuse them. They would not follow him. They would not be led. They would not be shooed. They would not, be, uh, they would not follow the food because they feared him. In that moment, he thought to himself, if only I could be a bird and mingle with them and speak their language. If only I could be a bird, then I could tell them not to be afraid. Then I could could make a way and lead them to the safety and warmth of the barn. But I would have to be one of them so they could see and hear and understand. Paul Harvey says it was at that moment that the church bells began to ring. And in that moment, the sound reached his ears above the sounds of the wind, and he stood there listening to the bells play. And he said he sank to his knees in the snow, and he worshiped Emmanuel, God with us. God has seen us in our sin. 
He has seen us in our hopelessness, in our struggles, in the darkness of this world. And he came to make a way for us to be forgiven, to experience eternal life. Emmanuel, God with us, he has come to save. He has come to show the way. But will you follow after him? Have you ever fallen on your knees and worshiped and asked for forgiveness and experienced the grace, hope, and eternal life that Jesus offers? In just a moment, we're going to sing Silent Night. And as we do, we're going to light candles to celebrate Emmanuel, the light of the world, the hope of the world, the Savior of the world, arriving that Christmas night some 2,000 years ago. And as we sing, I would like you to sing, but also to reflect on the question, do you know the Savior? Have you experienced Emmanuel, God with us, who came to earth so that you could know the way to his love and to eternal life? Have you put your faith in him? If the answer is no, is today the day that you would trust him with your life, that you would make him Lord and Savior. And if that's you, as we sing, you can just say a prayer in your seat that is simple yet sincere, as simple as just this, Jesus, I believe that you are who the Bible says you are. I believe that you came at just the right time and died for my sins. I believe that in you is eternal life, and I want to follow you the rest of the days of my life. The Bible says if you do that and you believe in your heart, then you will be forgiven. And you will begin a journey of getting to know and following your Savior tonight. So if that's you and that's something you need to do today, will you surrender your life and your future to Emmanuel? On the other hand, you might be here, and you probably are here, and you've been a Christian a long time. In these moments as we sing, will you just pause and wonder and reflect on the reality of Emmanuel, God come to earth to save you. And in that, would you let the cares of the world fall away as we just take a few minutes to remember that God the Creator so loved you and I that he came as a baby and died in our place. He came to earth because he loved us so much that he died for our sins and made a way for us to have eternal life with him. So in that, would you just reflect and give thanks? And then maybe you're here and you're that person and, and life is hard right now. The future is uncertain. Would you surrender this next day, this next week, this next year to the Lord and trust in his promise that he will walk through it with you? Verse 3 of Silent Night reads, Silent Night. Holy night, Son of God loves pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. So we're going to pray and then we're going to sing and we're going to celebrate the arrival of Emmanuel, God with us. Dear Lord, we thank you uh, again for this moment in time where we get to pause and we get to reflect on Emmanuel, God come to earth so that we could be forgiven. God, we thank you that you saw us in our sin and in our hopelessness and our darkness. And you had compassion on us and you sent Jesus as our Savior to die in our place. So God, I pray in these next few moments, um, as we sing and as we reflect, Lord, that you would speak into our hearts. That you would remind us of who you are. And God, if there's anyone here that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, that they might trust you tonight. They might experience your grace and your forgiveness for the first time. Again, Lord, we thank you for who you are. We celebrate your name, we pray. Amen.
So if you'll stand with us, we're going to sing Silent Night together, and we'll start the candles in front if my children don't burn down the church, (laughs) and uh, and then we'll sing together.
Uh, thank you so much uh, for taking uh, a few moments and joining us tonight in the middle of your Christmas Eve. Uh, just a couple of announcements. Tomorrow is Sunday, which I know is unique, uh, and Christmas Day. You can, yeah, you can sit down, sorry. Um, so tomorrow, we will, we will be here at 10 o'clock. Um, you can come and join us. We will have a Christmas story trail where you can walk through the church and read the Christmas story and talk about it with your family. I understand if you're opening presents, then stay home, open presents, have fun with your family. But that's what will be going on tomorrow. We will be back for normal services on the 1st. Uh, if you don't have a church home, uh, we meet at 10 o'clock here on Sunday mornings, and we would love for you to join us. Uh, thank you so much for being here again. We pray and hope you have a blessed Christmas Eve and a blessed Christmas Day tomorrow. Uh, and we pray you have a moment or two to spend some time uh, reflecting on Emmanuel, God, with us.